Welcome to another episode of our podcast, Broken Spines at the End of the World. Today, we're doing something a little different. Basically, we've decided to align our reading with the stars. Um, we drew a tarot card. Yes, you heard that right. We drew a tarot card. And from that card, we're going to give you our recommendation. Ellen has chosen a book. I have chosen a book. Um, all based on the card that Ellen drew this week. And we're just going to see how that works. If it's fun, this will be a reoccurring thing. If it's not fun, this might still be a reoccurring thing. So <laughs> come along for the ride. Yeah, both Sarah and I are like quite interested in Taro and like how it works because it doesn't have to be like, I don't know, what would you call it? Super spiritual or like floaty stuff. Um, what is floaty stuff? Floaty stuff, you know, floaty stuff. Okay, clearly floaty stuff. Floaty yeah. stuff. I know what you mean, though. For me, it's a, it's a tool for reflection. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, same for me. Like, when I'm feeling very insecure about something, it helps to just sit down, pull a card, and think about it and what it could mean. And usually, it will give you the answer that you already knew. But, like... Yeah make it extra strong yeah or it gives you the answer that you wanted mm -hmm. and then you're assured that that is actually what you wanted or it gives you the answer that you don't want and you're like <laughs> no <laughs> and then you also know what you want so exactly yeah it's it's a fun way to break the cycle of overthinking and actually get to a point where you're kind of sort of made up your mind for me anyway we're both chronic overthinkers Oh yeah, we're good at that. Those are our skills. That's on the CV. <laughs> so um, I bought myself a tarot deck last year after looking at many hundreds of different ones and not finding anything that really interested me enough. Like nothing really gripped my attention. But then I came across this one and I will share some pictures of it like on our Instagram, if you want to see it. It's based on the movies by Guillermo del Toro, who I really like. He made Pan's Labyrinth and Crimson Peak and uh, The Shape of Water, which won an Oscar for Best Movie. So he's a really, really interesting storyteller because he also... Or he always tries to combine um, like real world stuff with magical realism and monsters and stuff. Uh, although the monsters never really are the monsters, which is interesting. Mm, I watched The Shape of Water last summer for the first oh, time. Mm, I, I'm in love. It's so good. Oh, yeah. It's wonderful. I remember watching that movie in a really, really small theater here in, Be in Belgium, in Bruges. And uh, like the theater was packed. This was like before COVID, obviously. And like the opening scene made me cry. 
because I was so happy that I could watch another of his movies because yeah, I don't know what it is, but his storytelling just really resonates with me for some reason. Yeah, it's it's like dark fairy tales. I really like it. Um, so I have that 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 bleh, I have that title deck. <laughs> Got stuck for a second. Um, Don't worry, we will not edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I will not edit that out. Um, I usually, when I want to draw a card, I let the deck decide which card I'm going to get. So I just shuffle until one falls out and then that's the card that's meant for me in that moment. Now I shuffled, nothing fell out. I was like, okay, fine, have it your way. So I spread out all of the cards and picked like the middle one or something. I can't quite remember, just the one that my hand happened to land on. And it was the star, which was really funny because it really fit with this time of year because I looked up the meaning because I still have to look up the meaning because there's a lot of cards and I always forget which one means what but the star stands for hope faith purpose renewal and spirituality um and what that basically means is um leaving behind the old and starting again or looking for the new, or reinventing yourself, um, being hopeful for the future, stuff like that. So yeah, I looked it up and it basically said, out with the old and in with the new, what better card to pick at the start of the new year? So we each went and looked for a book that would fit with that topic. So I don't know. Do you want to talk about yours first? I can, yeah. <laughs> um, I stood in between my bookshelves and I thought for a while what would fit the star. What came to my mind were like coming of age stories, um, memoirs maybe. But then my eye landed on this book and... It just felt right, and I think it fits, so we're going to find out together. The book is uh, Moshi Moshi by Banana Yoshimoto, one of my favorite books, actually, because it is it is so well-written and so powerfully emotional. And I also looked up the meaning of the star, and the sentence that gripped me is that the star in the deck comes after the tower and the tower is like the storm. So it says after the storm, peace. The person who undergoes emotional upheaval finds afterwards a sense of calm and emptiness. And in Moshi Moshi, we are told the story of Yoshi, who is a young woman. Um, and we enter her life after her father has died in a suicide pack with a woman she has never heard of. Apparently his affair, and they've decided to exit this life together, um, which came as a huge shock to her. And to deal with the grief and the, the shock, she decides to move out um, 
of her family home and into a traditional Tokyo neighborhood where she has always sort of envisioned herself living one day. She has very much romanticized the the life in one of those neighborhoods. So she's willing to give it a try. So she moves there shortly after her mom comes with her and to live with her because she's like, you're doing that. That sounds awesome. I also want to do that. And they start this completely new life um, where the relationship between the mother and the daughter changes so much through the events of the father and then through the move and the new surroundings. And it's it feels like a new start when you read this book. And it's at the same time she deals with all the emotions because her father keeps coming back to her in her dreams. And she thinks that maybe he's trying to tell her something. So it's this mix of this completely new life that she's building for herself together with her mother. And then this intersections of her dad still coming back with the past. Mm -hmm. And it's very powerful. It's very quiet in the way it's written like most of the Japanese literature I've read so far. It has a very quiet tone. Not that much happens. Um, it's sort of dreamy as you go through it. But it pulls your heartstrings. I might be bad at explaining this. No, no, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that really fits the star. Um, because... It also says that the star is like a, a very raw and emotional card because usually the person depicted on the star card is naked. So it is not them showing something outwardly since so just them as they are. Mm -hmm. It also says that the, the person on the star card usually pours... Um, water onto a little pond mm -hmm. like onto land and that indicates that the energy is given back is poured back into the land like the energy that was directed outwards by the tower which is the card that comes beforehand in the deck that is storm and upheaval and uh like chaos, mm -hmm. which very much fits with the father's suicide. Mm -hmm. And then that energy is poured back into the land, which is healing and moving on, which is what our main character and her mother are doing. So I thought that fits really well. Now we transition <laughs> very <laughs> elegantly to your book. Uh, yeah, it's, it's funny because all of the things that you just mentioned I'm like, oh, wow, that fits so well with mine, too. <laughs> I mean, we did have the same card to pick a book, so I'm not surprised. We understood the assignment. We did understand the assignment. Um, okay, well, the book that I picked is a memoir. It is Wild by Cheryl Strade. Um, even if you've never heard of the book, you may have heard of the movie um because i'm not sure when it came out but 
it has Reese Witherspoon as like Cheryl. Um, and like the, the subtitle on the cover says, From Lost to Found on the Pacific Crest Trail. Uh, so what this book is about is when Cheryl was in her early 20s, I think. She, uh, she lost her mother, so her mom died. And her family sort of fell apart after because her mom really was the glue that kept everything together. Um, her own marriage, like, disintegrated. Like, she basically lost every um, handhold that she ever had. And after everything sort of falls apart, she really descends into darkness. So she, after losing everything else, she also kind of loses herself. So four years later, and she is at rock bottom. She is the, feeling the worst that she's ever felt. And she makes the impulsive decision to hike more than a thousand miles on the Pacific Crest Trail. So it says here, that's from the Mojave Desert through California and Oregon to Washington State. That's a lot of walking. Usually people don't like hike that trail alone, I think. They usually take someone else or they like they usually meet. train for that, I think. Yes. <laughs> yes. Lots of training. Uh she just leaves, basically, completely unprepared. Her backpack is weighing a ton. And because she just I don't know, packs whatever she thinks she's going to need. Um, she overpacks, packs the wrong things. Like it's very clear that she had no idea what she was getting herself into. And like being alone in such a wild place, it does something to a person, I think. Um, so she would go, I don't know, days, maybe, maybe even weeks without talking to another person so she's alone with her own thoughts which at first <laughs> isn't the best place to be because she spirals completely starts to hallucinate seeing her mother and stuff but little by little um, also by talking to other people on the trail and them helping her she starts to find her rhythm and she slowly starts to rebuild herself yeah it's it's actually quite a funny book too <laughs> like it's very emotional obviously because it has to do a lot with grief like she's still grieving her mother's death at one point maybe like the most well-known point if you've ever heard of anything like movie or book wise is she set out with the wrong shoes those shoes are just slowly killing her feet. Uh, she loses toenails and stuff. Ew. Very, very graphic description <laughs> of her pulling out like her loose toenails. Oh, oh no, yeah. gross. <laughs> <laughs> very gross. Um, and then at one point, she's just so done with these shoes. She hates them so much. Like She's taken them off. 
and her feet hurt so much that she can't think of putting them back on again. In her like blind rage, she throws one of the shoes away, but she's like sitting on like a, a like a mountain. <laughs> so she just throws one of her shoes away, and then she realizes that that is the stupidest thing she could have possibly done because now she only has one shoe left and she loses that shoe too. So she has no shoes left, but she's hiking this trail. So now what? And because you're constantly in her head because this is her talking about her experiences on this trail, you're so close to the matter. It's almost like you're going through it yourself. So it's a very, I don't know, what would the word be? I don't know, restorative, <laughs> like emotional, the roller coaster of a book. It sounds intense. <laughs> yeah, I read it quite a while ago um, and I've watched the movie twice, I think. The movie is actually really good because it also manages to show that emotional side like through her dreams and her hallucinating and stuff and also the people that she meets on the trail who are most of them are really nice and some of them are just very weird and scare her <laughs> like they would scare me too um so yeah I thought that this book fit really nicely with the like the themes of growing and rediscovering yourself and leaving the past in the past and moving towards a better future like choosing your own future and stuff um, I like that we we heard the theme um emotional turmoil yeah. and then the calm that comes after and we both went for loss of parents and grief <laughs> Well, what does that say about us? I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I stood in front of my bookshelves too. I don't have a physical copy of this book. Mm -hmm. And I was just looking at my books and nothing felt right. And then this just popped up in my head. And I was like, that's that's perfect. Like now that you're saying the whole thing of like pouring the water, like pouring the energy back into the earth, mm -hmm. like that fits so well because she basically delivers herself to this wilderness. Mm -hmm. Like she just gives herself up to it, opens herself up to it. Mm. And it's very much a letting go of the past and allowing yourself to heal. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I, I would recommend both reading the book and watching the movie because they're both really, really good. I think that was one of the um, one of the first memoirs that I read in recent years. I think ever, probably, that I really, really resonated with on a like deep emotional level. Um, because of the toenails. <laughs> because, of course, because of the toenails. <laughs> and the throwing your shoes. Um, yeah, that was, 
I've read I've read a couple of memoirs since. Um, I think that was the one that started it off, like my interest in wanting to know more mm-hmm. about people's lives, basically. I've been finding my way into memoirs in the last couple of years as well. Yeah, there's just something about someone telling you something that really happened to them. Like, this is yeah. my life. Some parts of it suck. But some parts of it were gay. great, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I like reading about someone's life and seeing the similarities mm-hmm. and having that, oh, I'm not alone in this universe kind of feeling. Yeah. And then still seeing that their lives are completely different from, from mm-hmm. yours. Yeah, I'm not at the same I, time. I don't have any plans of hiking the Pacific. Like <laughs> me neither. No matter the shoes. That <laughs> that is just not something that will happen for me. I'm not <laughs> mad about it either. <laughs> no, we'll leave that to the other people who yeah. like want we'll to. We'll read go. about it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> we'll watch the movie. It's fine. So yeah, those were our two books. This episode is going to be quite short, I think. Um, but it was just something we wanted to try out because I've never seen anyone like give recommendations based on a title card that they pulled. So it's really funny that the card that I pulled fits so well with this time of year. It's almost like my deck new. <laughs> Yeah, well done. I just so, asked for a pretty card and it gave me that one. So it I'm was like, happy. all my cards are pretty. What do you want, girl? <laughs> so yeah, if you feel like it, um, give us a feedback. Do you like this sort of recommendation style or not? Do you want to see more cards, hear more books? Um What book would you recommend us based on this card? Yes. Give us star books, please. The ones with hope and growth and healing, letting go of the past and moving towards the future. Because I'm sure there are plenty of great books out there. Like that's a great topic for a book. So if you have a book that you want to recommend us, I'm going to post about this episode on our instagram feel free to leave recommendations in the comments because that way we'll see them for sure because we'll get notification (laughs) and then we'll do a little happy dance yes yes lots of happy dancing um thank you for listening as always we really really appreciate it and we hope to see you or hear you again next week Bye.